now it's time for the only show that doesn't care about ratings, Witness Radio, with your host, Ryan Muniak. It's time for the only show that doesn't care about ratings. Our sole purpose is to save souls. On purpose. WitnessTalkRadio.org has more episodes and 513-900-8070 is the number to call to share your thoughts. Last week, I mentioned that I was having trouble transitioning from homecoming into the gospel and asked listeners for their suggestions. Here's an idea from Ricky Gantz, the host of G220 Radio. Well, what do you think about the homecoming when Christ and his people come together? When the bride of Christ has this homecoming with the Lord Jesus Christ. But it's only those who are truly born again, those who have put their faith and trust in Jesus Christ. Have you put your faith and trust in Jesus Christ? Oddly enough, I had that same idea, but felt that unsaved people wouldn't understand the connection. It was a great idea nonetheless, so thanks, Ricky, for your input. You're listening to Witness Radio. I broadcast from Ohio, one of the 50 states that make up the United States of America, and on November 3rd, Ohioans were given the privilege to vote on whether or not marijuana should be legalized. I praise God that this measure did not pass, but unfortunately, there are many that feel marijuana should be legalized. Okay, Blake, so we're, we're at the campus of University of Cincinnati, and recently, uh, voting day, November 3rd, we the state of Ohio voted to not make marijuana legal for medicinal or for recreational purposes. What are your thoughts, Blake, on that voting turnout? Do you think uh, it was a good thing, a bad thing, something else? Give me your thoughts. Um, I think that the results reflect that the Ohioans dislike monopolies. Uh, polls that I looked at and polls overall that I've seen, most polls showed that Ohioans overall support legalization of marijuana with uh, the numbers being around 54, 55% people who favor legalization. I feel like that if we were to re- uh, put this issue back on the ballot, say in a year or two, uh, but without the monopolies, uh, maybe follow a model like Colorado did, I feel like that Ohioans would pass it. Okay. So you you think it's more, the reason it didn't pass was more of an issue of the monopolies than the fact that it was marijuana? Yes, most people I talked to said that they would, would they, they do support the legalization of marijuana, but they were torn between the monopolies. They didn't like the fact that it it basically like guaranteed uh, a group of investors to make millions of dollars while everyone else couldn't couldn't get in on the new industry that would be legalized. Gotcha. Okay. And that is wrong. We, we don't like monopolies here in America. Um, so let me, let me go uh, this route. Uh, in spite of what happened with the results, are you, Blake, are you for or against the legalization of marijuana? Uh, I am for the legalization of marijuana. Um, there's plenty of evidence to show it's good for medical uh, purposes, such as seizures, um, arthritis, um, and other medical conditions, uh, AIDS, AIDS, for example, um, but also for the recreational purpose of it. Um, studies have shown that if, if you compare it to alcohol, which is obviously legal, it is no more harmful than alcohol. In most, in most of the studies that I've looked at, it is apparent that it is less harmful. So 
if you're going to give uh, adults the opportunity to consume something that is worse for them than marijuana, why would you not give them the opportunity to consume something like marijuana, which is has a medical purpose and is not that harmful to individuals who partake in it? Okay. So to kind of quickly sum up what you just said there, basically because alcohol is legal, you feel marijuana should be legal because you don't feel that marijuana is worse uh, than marijuana. You feel that alcohol is actually worse than marijuana is. Yes. I think I said that right. I probably screwed it up somehow. Alcohol is worse for you than marijuana is. If you, Especially on some people's concerns are for, oh, what if children get it? Well, they did a study, an 18-month study, and white matter is an important part of the brain for thinking quickly. People, uh, teenagers and children who used it, um, alcohol, who used alcohol showed a reduction in the white matter. However, people who used marijuana over the 18-month study showed no statistical significant difference uh, in reduction of white matter. So that study, along with many other studies, have shown that in comparison to alcohol, um, marijuana is not nearly as bad for you. Now, I mean, of course, if you are both good for you, or is either good for you, no, but they both have. One has a one is much worse for you, and that's alcohol. So I think that marijuana should be legalized because of that. Okay. So now, what about uh, in in moderation? Like, say, uh, just a drink here or there, as opposed to a joint here or there. Is there is alcohol still worse for you at that point, or are you uh, more comparing it to those who? overindulge or don't drink responsibly um alcohol has been linked to cancer to cirrhosis too many problems however there's not been any studies that show that marijuana has been linked to any cancer so i mean i'm not an expert on this area but i am well read on the subject but in moderation it's i still feel like this the same thing if one's legal and one's can potentially be harm more harmful the other one should be legalized too, which is less harmful. Well, how about this? Let, let's turn the tables. And you say that uh, because uh, alcohol is legal, we should legalize marijuana because marijuana is not as bad. Mm-hmm. Let's turn the tables. How about instead of legalizing marijuana, we will uh, make alcohol illegal again, like the Prohibition era back in the 20s? Do you think it would be better to do it that way? Prohibition doesn't work. We tried that with alcohol didn't work we're trying that right now with marijuana and other drugs it doesn't work so and we're in america we tend to value freedom so it's a balance between safety and freedom we all go, we no one if i don't think anyone would call well some people would but i don't think the majority of americans would call for the banning of alcohol because we like freedom so we're balancing safety and freedom if marijuana is more safe than alcohol. No one's ever died from overdosing on marijuana. Plenty have died from alcohol. So it's obviously more safer, at least in that aspect, and in other aspects. Then we sh- I think that we should tend towards the side of freedom and legalize it. Okay. So, uh, as you can see by our banner, we're, we're a Christian radio show. Uh, let, me, let me talk to you about the, uh, the spiritual aspect of uh, drug use and alcohol. Uh, do you think, e- even if uh, marijuana was legalized, uh, do you think that God would be okay with using marijuana at all? Um, I mean, 
as equally as good. It says in the Bible, I know, uh, be so reminded. As equally okay with alcohol, I, I, I imagine. Um, but as equally as okay with, as with uh, alcohol, I'd imagine. I mean, it says be so reminded, but if we have alcohol legal, then we should have marijuana legal because both are intoxicants. Unless you want to ban both, but, I mean, Americans don't want that, so. Right, I agree. Americans don't want that. Um, but at the same time, you know, you're talking about how uh, the Bible talks against intoxicants. Mm-hmm. So, you know, alcohol could be bad. Marijuana could be bad. Uh, in fact, the Bible talks about uh, drunkenness. Mm-hmm. You know, it doesn't specifically say ban uh, drinking alcohol, mm-hmm. but it does st- uh, talk heavily against drunkenness or intoxication. So it could be used synonymously with, with marijuana, you know, drunkenness, intoxication. Mm-hmm. And what it says is that uh, those who are drunkards or uh, get, get, uh, get drunk all the time or get high all the time, they will not inherit the kingdom of God. What are your thoughts on that? My thoughts on... The, the, the passage that talks about how people who are uh, regularly getting drunk or regularly getting high, regularly intoxicating themselves, mm. Bible says they won't go to heaven. What do you think about that? Do you think God should let people into heaven uh, in spite of their intoxication? Or do you think uh, God should uphold his standard that is in, in the word of God? Well, if you believe the Bible is literally true, it's, it's, it's clear that you can't, you can't do that. But... I don't think that we should base our policy, our our drug policy and policy in general on the Bible. We have a, a constitution that separates church and state, so I don't think that I don't think that's relevant. If you're you can live your own life according to how you want, uh, and if you believe that and you want to go to heaven, then I would not recommend it because it's very clear. But don't make other people do that. Okay. Well, let's talk about you personally, Blake. Right. So, Blake. I don't want to know if you intoxicate on on anything, but Mm -hmm. if you were to intoxicate on those items, Mm -hmm. drugs, alcohol, whatever, Bible says that if you regularly do that, you are not going to heaven. Mm -hmm. Does that concern you at all? Um, I mean, I don't think it's, I don't, I'm not a Christian, so it does not concern me. But, I mean, to each his own. If, if you are a Christian and you believe it, then do what, do what makes you feel right with your ideology and your faith. So what type of uh, religious background do you have, if any? Oh, I was, I was raised Christian, but I am no longer, so. Okay, so what, what, what are you, or what do you adhere to now? Um, I guess agnostic. I, it doesn't really matter to me at the moment. Okay. So... What's going to happen to you when you die, being an agnostic? Uh, what do I think? Yeah. I don't know what happens. I mean, I don't, I don't have any way to know. And in my position, I mean, you can call me wrong, it's, it's fine, that no one really knows. We're all, agnosticism means, is a state of knowledge. Gnosticism means you know. Agnosticism means you don't know. My opinion is that no one can know for certain, so I don't know what happens. Well, God knows for certain, and he gave us his word, the Holy Bible. So we can know for certain if we study his word and we trust his word, which I do because I'm a Christian. Yeah. Uh, but 
with that warning out there, you know, that says drunkenness mm-hmm. will, will, you will not go to heaven. You know, if that's true, does it concern you that you might not go to heaven? If that's true, would it concern me? Yeah. Uh, well, I don't think it's true, but if it were true, if I thought it was true, then yes, it was concerned me. So if you think it's true, then I would not recommend partaking. But I, as I said before, don't make it so other people can't do it as well. Contrary to some of Blake's statements, marijuana is harmful to your health. The National Institute on Drug Abuse states that marijuana use can result in hallucinations, paranoia, breathing illnesses, increased heart rate, and child development problems. It's even been linked to suicidal thoughts. You can find more facts at drugabuse.gov. We'll be right back. Imagine Jesus walking onto your local college campus. What would he say? Would he be like Matthew chapter 9, seeing the people harassed and helpless like sheep without a shepherd? And say, the harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. At Christian Collegiate Network, we are sending workers into the harvest. We are training students how to proclaim the glorious gospel, not only in the way that they live their lives, but how to speak to the campus community about the gospel. If you want to support our ministry at Christian Collegiate Network by becoming a campus leader or financially, go to changeyourcampus.com. Christian Collegiate Network, changeyourcampus.com. Ratings. We don't need no stupid ratings. You're listening to Witness Radio with Ryan Muriak. <coughs> but we like Ryan. <coughs> We do! Just go to witnesstalkradio.org. That same passage that talks about drunkenness mm-hmm. will not inherit the, or drunkards won't inherit the kingdom of God, yeah. it also talks about uh, murderers. Mm-hmm. So, using your same argument, uh, should murder be okay? Because to each his own, the Bible says don't do it, so if, if you're a Christian, you shouldn't do it. it, it but... Murder should be okay, no. because to each his own. No. So, for issues that are obviously bad, basically to tell if something's bad, would you want it to be done to you? The golden rule, basically. Do, do it to others as you would like it to be done to you. I, wanna, like, I thought you didn't want to use the Bible. The golden rule doesn't have to be from the Bible. It, 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 it's originated before the Bible. But as I was saying, um, uh, as I was saying, um, it, basically, if you don't want it to be done to you, don't do it to others. Don't steal, because I wouldn't like to be stolen from. Don't murder, because I would not like to be murdered. Uh, stuff like that. But for actions that only affect the individual, like drunkenness, as long as you don't go on drunk driving, drunk driving is very bad. Don't go dr- driving while high or anything like that. But for as long as actions that only affect you, it's individual choice, I believe. Okay. So... It's okay as long as it doesn't hurt anybody except yourself. It's an individual choice to decide what they want to do with their own body, yes. Gotcha. Well, unfortunately, the Bible says that, you know, murder is wrong, drunkenness is wrong. It also says lying is wrong. You know, telling just one lie makes you a liar, and it says that you'll be cast into the lake of fire. Mm -hmm. Hell. Mm -hmm. And it should concern you, Blake, that you could end up in hell today if you were to die because you have sinned against a holy and righteous God. Regardless of what society thinks is right and wrong, 
because society used to think drunkenness was wrong. That's why they banned alcohol. Mm. They unbanned it because of all the other things that were going on because of it, but mm. they banned it because they thought it was wrong. So at that point in time, it was wrong. Regardless of whether or not you thought it was wrong or I thought it was wrong, society, society said it was wrong. Yeah. Now, let me take it back to the 40s mm. over in Germany. It was legal to murder Jews. So is it okay to murder Jews back in the 40s? It was, it was legal. No, it wasn't okay. An unjust law is not a law at all. As I said, if you hurt others, you break the, you break the golden rule, basically. You, if, you hurt, if you do something to others that you would not like to be done to yourself, like murder, it is not okay. It doesn't matter if the government says it's okay. It is... We decide things that don't... When it, it doesn't matter what the government says if it harms others. I, I don't know who said it, but I think it was Martin Luther King Jr., but I think he said an unjust law is not a law at all. So... In response to your question about Holocaust and I forget what else you said, but that is my response to it. Okay. It's not really a, a just law. Okay. So, and I'll wrap up with this. Mm. You know, I think we need to look to a higher standard of morality than we do in our society. Mm-hmm. I think we need to look to God's standard of morality. Well, how do we pick, though? How do we pick, like, to be fair, it's faith, right? Muslims have faith, Christians have faith, Hindus have faith. Right. How, do we, how do we pick? We can't pick. So what we do is we, and the First Amendment does this, the First Amendment says Congress, is, Congress, shall, uh, create no, Congress shall not establish a religion or prohibit the free exercise thereof. No, Congress shall not create any law respecting establishment of religion or prohibit the free exercise thereof. Right. That essentially establishes a secular government. It does not mean atheistic government. It just means a neutral government. So we can't base laws based on the Bible. We can't base it on the Quran. We can't base it off of any other holy book. So, but we do. What? We do base laws off of, like off of religious laws. Like, like don't murder. That's as a, I, that's a I biblical said, law. As I said, murder was prohibited before the Bible was written. Uh, so we could, it's not really based off the Bible. It's, as I said, societies are typically established based upon the, the golden rule, I'll call it, you know, treat others as you like to be treated. That murder is wrong because if people go out around murdering each other, it's chaos and no one wants to be murdered. So we establish laws like that. Well, I think, I, I agree that it was, uh, murder was wrong before the Bible was written because mm-hmm. the Bible wasn't written as things happened. But... God has written his law on the hearts of mankind, uh, on your heart and my heart. You innately, without being need to be taught this, you innately know murder is wrong. Just like you innately know that stealing is wrong. You don't need to be taught that. You know that lying is wrong. You don't need to be taught that lying is wrong. Right. Mm -hmm. And that's because God has written that law on your heart. And your conscience also bears witness with you that you have sinned against him and the punishment is an eternity in hell Mm -hmm. so regardless of what your beliefs are Mm -hmm. there's only two options the god of the bible Mm -hmm. or anything else that those are the only two options and here here's god of the bible or something else yeah that's true yeah here's why i say there's only two options Mm -hmm. okay every other worldview every other religion Mm -hmm has you playing God. Says, you do this, you do that, you do whatever to 
warrant uh, whatever happens after you die. Whether it's atheism and they say nothing happens, mm-hmm. you're, you're in charge of that. You're in control of that. Whether it's uh, Buddhism that says you'll go to nirvana if you do this, this, and this. Mm-hmm. Or some other religion. The God of the Bible says you can't do anything because you have sinned against a holy God. Mm-hmm. You deserve hell. And that's where you will go unless someone pays your fine. Mm-hmm. See, you, you've racked up a fine against God by your sin. Mm. Jesus paid your fine when he died on the cross and he rose again on the third day. He offers you eternal life. You can't do anything to merit or earn eternal life. But what you can do is trust in the one who did do something on your behalf. He died on the cross, rose again on the third day, and he says if you turn from your sinfulness and put your trust in him alone, in Jesus Christ alone, you can be saved. And in spite of your drunkenness, in spite of your lying, in spite of your murdering, in spite of any wrong thing you've done, Mm. you can still go to heaven because Jesus paid your fine. He transferred his perfect righteousness to you and your filthy rags, your sin was transferred to him. Mm -hmm. Okay. So that's, that's the situation that you're, that you're in right now, Blake, is you're standing condemned because of your sin Mm -hmm. but if you want to be forgiven of your sin you have to put your trust in jesus christ alone Mm -hmm. and you should know this because you grew up in a in a christian background right yeah i did i grew up in a christian background cannibalism is okay as long as you're not actually hurting somebody wouldn't eating someone hurt them i'm trying to do the best i can there's only one way to have your sins forgiven as born-again christians part of our duty is to share the gospel of jesus christ Whether you're a seasoned veteran or have never witnessed before, Witness Radio has something for you. Tune in next time to strengthen your faith and learn how to defend it. Go to witnesstalkradio.org. That's witnesstalkradio.org. The good news is Striving for Eternity would love to come to your church to spend two days with your folks Teaching them biblical hermeneutics. That's right, the art and science of interpreting scripture. The bad news is somebody attending might be really upset to discover Jeremiah 2911 should not be their life verse. To learn more, go to strivingforeternity.org to host a Bible interpretation made easy seminar in your area. Now, if you haven't figured it out yet, I am against the legalization and use of marijuana. But if you think you have an argument that would change my mind, call 513-900-8070 and tell me why I should reconsider. Now, let's get back to that conversation with Blake. Why have you decided to turn away from the Christian background? Why have you decided to turn away from the gospel of Jesus Christ and, and go to the agnostic route? Well, it's first, it started off by asking questions. I remember always being afraid of... You know, does God exist? I was afraid of asking that because I always felt like I was being watched. Or, you know, God says he knows your thoughts. And that was, it was scary thoughts. But then one day, I decided to, I guess you would call this sinning, I guess. I decided to look up history of the Bible, history of theology, and look up both sides. Because in every other aspect of my life, like politics and all that, I try to maintain neutral and fair and balanced. So I finally did that with respect to my religion. And I found... 
no good reason to maintain that belief. And so over a period of about a year and a half, I left. Okay. So question for you. When you were doing your comparison, your study there, did you go to the book of Romans, Romans chapter 1? where it says they exchanged the truth of God for a lie, and where it says that they suppress the truth in their unrighteousness. Mm-hmm. Did, did you ever check that out? I've heard of that one, yeah. Okay. So is it possible that the truth is, is there, that you know the truth, that there is a God, and that you are condemned before that God, but you suppress that truth because you love your sin so much? Whatever that sin is, whether it's smoking pot, whether it's having sex outside of marriage, whether it's murdering people, I don't, I don't know. I don't want to know. Hopefully it's not the murder thing I, I'd wonder on. But is it possible that because you love your sin so much that you are willing to deny the God that created you? You're willing to deny the truth because of your unrighteousness? The people who wrote the Bible obviously want you to believe it. Whether it's true or not, they obviously want you to believe it. So people who want you to believe something are going to write in things saying, if you don't believe this, you are wrong. So that's a case of that. Another case of that is say, the fool in his heart says there is no God. People who wrote that, regardless if it's true or not, I mean, you know, you can believe it's true, you can believe it's not true. But you cannot disagree that people who wrote the Bible want you to believe it's true. So I, I can just dismiss that as they want me to believe it's true, but why is it actually true? What reasons do you have to believe that it's actually true? So, God wrote the Bible, uh, and you can believe that, yeah. and God cannot lie, so it's true. Uh, also, we can test the claims, a lot of the claims in the Bible, which helps to prove its authenticity, its accuracy, that it's truthful. Like what? Uh, well, let's see. Um, one of the claims in the Bible is that if you... Uh, twist someone's nose, you will produce blood. That's a truthful statement. The Bible also has things that aren't true. Like like what? Genesis is covered with it. For example, it says that plants were created before the sun. sun. The plants need sunlight to photosynthesize for energy. So that's just one example. Uh, the genealogies, the, the Bible claims that the world started when Adam and Eve were created. If you added the genealogies, the date of the earth, well, the age of the earth is around 6,000 years old. However, we know that is not true, so... I mean, How do we know that? Very, various metri- uh, ways to know that. For example... Were you there? Were you there? That I've heard that one before. Um, were you at a crime scene? If a crime happens, were you at the crime scene? No, you weren't at the crime scene. People go there and look for clues and establish what happens, and they get it, we like to think, and they do, probably, get it right most of the time. It's, it's, it's like that. We can use things like, and for, for the age of the Earth, for example, things like radiometric dating, and we can cross-confirm that with uh, dentriology. I think I, I'm not sure if I said it right, but it's basically the study of tree rings. So basically all these converging evidences point to one thing. Just like in a, uh, a, a court case, if you have evidence, all the evidence points to the same thing, our uh, confidence of it being true goes up. And that's, that's, how we, that's how I know. Of course, I can't know for certain 100%, but the more and more evidence I have, which is a lot in the case of the age of the earth, the more confident I am. Well, you know, while we 
were not there mm-hmm. as Christians. We were not there at the beginning. Mm-hmm. We have someone who was there, God, mm-hmm. and he gave us the account of what happened. Mm-hmm. That's why we should believe in 6,000 years instead of millions and billions of years. But getting off the science topic there, Blake, I encourage you mm-hmm. to do some more study. Yeah, I uh, always, always challenge your beliefs. Always look at, always look at both sides. Um, uh, website uh, to help you with uh, at least the, the Christian claims regarding evolution and radio message dating and stuff. Answers in Genesis. Answers in Genesis. Yeah, That's a good website. Mm-hmm. Um, but Bible says you're condemned mm-hmm. and that you're heading to hell if you don't turn from sin and trust in Jesus Christ alone. If it's true, which I don't think it is, but you can have your own, have your own beliefs. I would I would fight for anyone to have their own beliefs. If, if the government decided to ban religion, I would fight for the right people have their own beliefs. Freedom of thought is the most important uh, right we have. I agree. And unfortunately, we have many people that don't think at all. But I want to encourage you to think about the things we've talked about today mm-hmm. and to get right with God before it's too late, before you die. You're listening to Jesus said, No one can serve two masters. For either he will hate the one and love the other, or he will be devoted to the one and despise the other. If you're under the influence or control of anything, I urge you to repent and trust in a new master, Jesus Christ. Until next time, the fields are ripe for the harvest. So what are you waiting for? Get out there and share the gospel. May God bless you. Witness Radio has been brought to you by the Muniac family.